going live. Hope everybody is doing good. Be blessed. And I mean it. Be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. Starting off, okay, like I've been saying for a long time, they're going to pivot off of COVID. It's just a pivot. It doesn't mean that they are completely losing interest in COVID. It doesn't mean that, that they're not going to keep using that over and over and over again. But what they're doing right now is pivoting off of COVID to climate, just like all of us have been saying over the last 28 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. Again, not giving up on COVID. They're going to keep using it over and over and over again. Right now in Los Angeles, they're reinstituting full mass mandates for all indoor activities, full mass mandates. Uh, for for all all students in Southern California schools, uh, Muriel Bowser, mayor of D.C., is instituting a full vaccine requirement for all kids over the age of 12 to enter into their schools. They're going to keep using it over and over again. It's all about control. It is all about trying to get us to a one world commerce system. Now, a lot of people think kind of ignorantly, maybe just innocently that, you know what? I will never have to comply to anything like that. Even a whole lot of Christians who honestly think that the book of Revelation chapter 13 and 14 is, is mere right-wing conspiracy. Seriously, a lot of Christians actually act like that the book of Revelation is right-wing conspiracy off of some far-right website somewhere. It's going to happen. The book of Revelation chapter 13, that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has, the, who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image... And receives his mark on his right hand or on his forehead. He himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is being poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever. And they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. What are those? What are those? Things that I just read to you. What are those paragraphs that I just read to you? What are those statements that I just read to you? Revelation chapter 13, 16 and 17. Revelation chapter 14, 9 through 11. Those things are going to happen. Then you have 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Now you know what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. The mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken away. Then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. You and I, that is all second Thessalonians chapter, basically chapter two, three through eight. We are the restraining. You cannot comply and restrain at the same time. What do you mean, Tom? You mean I may have to lose my job because I refuse to put a mask on or I refuse to vaccinate, whatever it may be. And again, you know, if you have to stray, if you have to put a mask on because you're a manager, you know, of a store somewhere, you know, you got to I don't I don't necessarily I'm not holding that against you. I can tell you flat out, though, you're greasing the skids and I can in the next in the next ski, uh, grease skitter, of course, is the vaccination. That we've seen over and over again. And again, I, I, I've jumped off a topic talking about how they pivoted off of COVID. And now I'm talking about COVID. But yes, you will have to restrain. You will need to say the things that need to be said and do the things that need to be done. If you're a Christian leader and you have urged your followers to put on masks, 
locked down, quarantined themselves, stay six feet away. Deborah Burks has foolishly written her own manifesto where she has admitted she was the head of Trump's uh, COVID response task force. She has foolishly written her own manifesto confessing that she lied to the Trump administration, made up six foot distancing. Scott Atlas, or I mean, it's actually Scott Gottlieb, not Scott Atlas, who actually said Scott Gottlieb is a worthless Pfizer representative who calls himself a neutral source, you know, a a nonpartisan source of vaccine information, although he's on Pfizer's board. But he himself, Scott Scott Gottlieb, actually said that they just made six foot distancing out of thin air. Deborah Burke said the same thing. She's like, you know, we're thinking about 10, thinking about there's no there's no scientific data that lends any sort of, of value, that lends any sort of credibility to six feet, that six feet does anything, that 10 feet does anything, that 27 feet does anything. None of them do anything with an airborne virulent virus. It just isn't going to happen. It doesn't work. But she's come out and foolishly written in her book that she lied to the Trump administration about two weeks to flatten the curve. But all the Christians have jumped on board that did jump on board. And you notice I said they did. They they, all the Christians have jumped on board because ninety nine point nine percent of all Christians who caved in March of twenty twenty have still never come out and said they're wrong. They're all acting like they never caved because now it's more politically acceptable. So the, the modern church, you have to look at what is the spine of the modern church? They do what won't get them into trouble. What won't get me into trouble, I will do. What will get me into trouble, I won't do. See, Jesus did what got him into trouble and put him on the cross. Jesus Jesus was attacked. Jesus, of course, was persecuted and martyred because he stood up against religious lies. Now, are you a Christian who would rather abide in lies than deal with the consequences of the truth? People won't like me anymore. People will think that I'm a right-wing zealot. People think I'm a conspiracy theorist. People think I lack compassion because I don't put a mask on. No, what you are is somebody who stands in the truth. If you never lock down, never vaccinate, never mask, never social distance, never quarantine, never put up alcohol gel stations. You're somebody who actually stands in the truth. Why do I say all this? Because now they're pivoting off of all this. They're really not, again, they're not pivoting off. They're using it wherever they can. But because it's kind of gotten old to some people, Although they'll bring it right back again because people will fall for it again. This is an existential threat to your life. Well, now they're doing the exact same thing with COVID. You know what? I mean, with climate. Now, what are they doing? They're following the exact same plan. It's 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, which you hear every single time on this show. Every single, one of, every single podcast, you, you will hear this verse. For we are not ignorant of his devices. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. It's the same thing over and over again. These people, they're zealous, they're committed, but they're stupid. And here's the thing. If you follow stupid people who believe that it's perfectly morally acceptable to pull a child out of its mother's womb, peace by bloody peace, as it screams for his life, as you remove its leg... And I'm not talking about an amputation. I'm talking about pulling its leg off, pulling a baby girl, a black baby girl, a white baby girl, an Hispanic baby girl for all those women advocates as you actually yank its leg off while it's still alive and then yank the other one off while it's still alive, yank its arms off while it's still alive and then sell its eyeballs on the open market as, as was 
testified to by Planned Parenthood is they admitted, had to, finally had to admit under oath that they actually sold baby parts and they had to admit under oath that they harvested, harvested babies' organs and body parts while the heart was still beating. If you take, if you as a Christian do what these people do, tell you to do, remember, they're stupid people. They're stupid. There's no, there's, there's no moral reason to not use the word stupid. Ignorant means you don't know any better and you do it. Stupid means you do know better and you do it anyways. These are stupid people. They know when they look at a fully penised man, because here's the thing, in a bathing suit, you can tell. I'll leave it at that. A fully penis male swimming around in the pool, setting NCAA swimming records. They know that it's a man and are calling it a woman. They know it. So that is the very epitome. That is the very definition of stupid. You know, and you're going to call it, you know, and you're going to go ahead and do it anyway. You know that it's a man, but you're going to go ahead and call it a woman. You know that a mask doesn't do anything, but you're going to put it on anyway. You know now that a vaccine doesn't do anything. Well, you know, I want my freedom back. You know, I want to be able to travel where well, they're going to take away all your rights to, to plane travel anyway, since pilots can't fly anymore. Everybody read those reports coming out. Pilots can't fly anymore. They can't pass the physical. I wonder why that is. It's called capillary blood clotting and ADE all around the globe. They are all these Christians. I'm going to take the vaccine so that I have my freedom back. The very freedom that the purveyors of the vaccine stole from you. So you're going to, to get your freedom back, this very freedom that they stole from you, you're going to take their vaccine. And then they're going to take away your ability to fly anyway, because it's all about control. So they're pivoting. They're trying to get you into a one world commerce system. The church is not supposed to be complying. The church is supposed to be restraining, restraining the antichrist spirit, not complying with the antichrist spirit, not ushering in the antichrist spirit, not collaborating with the antichrist spirit, not acquiescing to the antichrist, antichrist spirit. Not capitulating to the Antichrist spirit, restraining the Antichrist spirit. That's what we're supposed to be doing. In other words, you should do the opposite. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of the world. What was the pattern of the world? Mask, vax, lockdown, quarantine. What did you do? And if you did it and you repent, no problem, it's over. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. Fine. You repented fine, but are you a Christian who did all those things? But now you're acting like you've always been on board with being the restraining. No, you need to admit to yourself, to your God, the only true God. And if you're a Christian leader, you need to do this publicly that you were wrong. You're like, Tom, you say this every podcast. That's right. Because I am, and many of you that are watching, because I know I'm preaching to the choir, we are the restraining we need, listen, if they're going to put out their propaganda, then we're going to put out our truth. This is the truth, not our truth. We're going to put out the truth, which is our truth. So as they're pivoting to climate, which is what they're doing, understand the exact same thing. They're doing the exact same thing. We are not ignorant of Satan's devices. What are they doing now? They're calling something deadly that is not COVID-19 has always been, at minimum, a 99.9% survival virus. Zero to 19 years of age, 99.997% post-infection survival. For everybody from 19 through 50, 99.98% survival. So right now, 
We start off with a virus that's far more survivable than the flu from zero to 19, exactly the same as the flu from 19 to 50, and exactly the same as the flu from 50 to 70. And the only, only people that it's slightly more dangerous to is the obese, which by the way, the obese made up 82% of COVID hospitalizations in the United States. Talk about the elderly. The obese made up 82% of the hospitalizations in the United States. Slightly more virulent for the obese and the elderly, which still, for anybody over the age of 70, it's still over 95% survivable, even with multiple comorbidities. So what they do is they take something that is extremely survivable. It's 99.9% survivable, and they, and they portray it. Now, what does portray mean? A portrait. They paint a portrait, and they portray it as being something that's 99.9% non-survivable. That's what they're doing with COVID. What's the ex- I mean, that's what they're doing with climate now. What's the existential threat to your life now? What is it? What's the ex- what is it? Because they've, they've been saying COVID now. We're not seeing any body trucks. I live here in Northport, Florida, Venice, Florida, South Sarasota County in Florida, Charlotte County, all around me. I've been traveling back and forth, you know, from Hillsborough County where Pastor Rodney Howard Brown's church is. I go to all of his conferences. So I've seen a lot in Hillsborough County, a lot in Manatee County, a lot in Sarasota County, Charlotte County. I haven't seen any body trucks. I haven't seen them going around collecting up the bodies. I, w- I sent my undercover photographer around to the emergency rooms and i actually showed it a long time ago and, it would, and he would film the emergency rooms because everybody would put out oh we're being overrun we're overrun we're overrun and i so i went and sent him around to all the local emergency rooms including ones in tampa you know which ones are overrun let me add let me add up out of all the ones that i sent him to let me figure out how many were actually being overrun let me see uh zero point zero as a matter of fact most of them were flat out empty while the democratic party and the capitulating republicans the spineless worm rhinos were all out saying, get your vaccination. We're being overrun. No, we're never being overrun. So once again, they paint a portrait. They say that something, they propagandize that something, they put out something. They say that something is 99.9% non-survivable. That's actually 99.9% survivable. That's the goal. That's the plan. And everybody buys into it. Especially the light of the world, the city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. The church jumps right on in. It's plain right before your eyes that it's not. Where are all the dead bodies in your neighborhood? Where's the evidence? Again, it's all about getting getting people to actually look at something that they know is not true and say that it's true. Or look at something that they know is true and say it's not true. It's all about, it's, it's about getting people to say, that what I am seeing, I'm not seeing. Where are all the bodies? That the, she might have woken you up that nobody's dead. You're like, I know this person. I know, well, of course. You. And then what, again, once they call every, I mean, again, it's not so much about how many, how many people vote or how many votes there are. It's about who's counting the vote. It's about who's actually counting the COVID deaths. Because the way that we count COVID deaths puts all of our deaths as COVID. I mean, how is it that we went from 38 million flu infections to 1,800? How, how does that happen? I mean, it's a miracle. Who prayed? I don't remember anybody praying that. So it's all about, so anyway, so it's about getting people to call something deadly. That's not. So what's the great existential threat to your life right now? Are you ready? Here it is. I'm finally getting to my point. 
What, what's the great existential threat to your life? Ready? Summer. Summer's, it's hot. Okay, I, I, I live in Florida. You know, what is today? July 21st? All right, so you know what? I, I've lived in Florida for a long time. And I will say this, man, it's hot today. You know what it was yesterday? It was hot. You know what it was in July of 2021? Hot. 2020, hot. 19, hot. 18, hot. 17, hot. 16, hot. Never been any different. It's no hotter now than ever. It's the same. You know what happens here in Florida? It's blazing hot. And at three o'clock, it rains. It's blazing hot. Three o'clock, it rains. Nothing's changed. But now, all of a sudden, the same heat that we've had for years. Oh, no. It's a hotter year than we've ever seen. But that's all lies. They're saying that out of London right now. This is the hottest summer we've ever had in London. That's bull crap. They were hotter 14 years ago than they are now. That's documented fact. It's all lies. But suddenly, something that is extremely survivable, 99.9% survivable, probably more so when it comes to heat, they're going to portray as being deadly out of nowhere. Here's Laura Ingram. Play it for me, Nez. The climate controls, that's the focus of tonight's angle. Now, all the enlightened people, you know who they are, they now insist that summer is no longer supposed to be hot. So any heat wave anywhere by its very existence is evidence of climate change. So they're all reading from the same playbook. With the end game more obvious by the day, the climate propaganda, it's saturating the airwaves. Yes, it's summer. Yes, it's supposed to be hot, but it has never been like this. Dallas and Oklahoma City reached 109 degrees today. Again, this is a global problem. Just look at the heat map. Mexico, Central America, this heat devastation is evidence, as if you need more of it, that climate change is here and is a crisis. What scientists and activists have been war warning about for decades. We knew these temperatures were coming. We might not have known 2022, but we knew they were coming. Was that guy a PhD? I think he writes for the New York Times. I don't know. But remember, they never have to establish actual facts. It's all kind of, I don't know, just a feeling. We are feeling it. We're literally feeling it. We are enduring the effects of climate change. Feeling it. Of course, the truth about global warming is never as simple as they claim. So showing this really scary looking temperature map with a bunch of red on it ignores another expert analysis. The worst heat waves on our planet aren't happening now. They actually occurred 40 years ago, according to a review by researchers from the University of Bristol in the United Kingdom. We show there have been some even greater extremes in the last few decades, said Vicki Thompson, a climate scientist at the University of Bristol and lead author of this new paper. And notice, by the way, that the climate controls wailing about how this is the worst heat wave ever don't acknowledge what happened in Europe almost two, dec two decades ago. 35,000 people died because of what? Extreme heat. Yet the left and its media... I so Jake Tapper, leftist propaganda, uh, propaganda is just pulling him off the video. He says that, it, of course it's hot. We acknowledge, of course it's hot. But it's never been this hot. And, and yet, I looked at, the, I looked at the, the temperatures that were actually on the map there, and I was out in the Arizona, New Mexico area about five years ago, five years ago, August. And, and I'd been out there in a police conference before to Phoenix, Arizona, where I went out jogging at night. At night, it was 102 degrees in the middle of the night. Okay, and when we were out there, it reached temperatures. This was five years ago where the government didn't need to come in and actually give 
They're recommendations that will lead to mandates, as always. We're just recommending that you wear a mask. Joe Biden says, I'm never going to mandate vaccination. I'm just just recommending them. Yeah, that's just a uh, a skid greaser, as we all know. But I was out there. It was 116 degrees at the Hoover Dam. I didn't see any government agents come out and say anything like, we have our recommendations that will lead to mandates for you. That was not happening. And also, my producer Aaron gave me these stats. Just, we'll just We're going to stay in the state of Florida, which Al Gore said would be underwater by now. Well, at least the city of Miami would be underwater by, by, by uh, 2009. So by 2009, we're supposed to be underwater. But of course, that didn't work. So then he adjusted all those to 2014. And it, by 2014, New York underwater, Miami underwater, and there'd be no more ice on the, on the polar ice caps. Of course, none of that happened. And Al Gore still makes billions of dollars off of peddling climate hoax lies. So here we go. So 1990, what was the hottest year in Florida history ever recognized in Florida history and with modern recording measures, with, with modern recording technology? 1990 was the hottest was the hottest year ever in Florida. It's supposed to be underwater according to Al Gore. 1990, so what is that, 31 years ago? But this, but now is the year no you know what it's kind of funny isn't it that we've pivoted now from now is the year of the second coming of the bra of the black plague and now people are starting to wake up from that 98 percent of american families 98 percent of american families are refusing the vaccination for their children 98 percent. i told you we're winning and wait till november then you're really going to see it Got some other stats from my producer, Aaron. The hottest ever temperature, the hottest temperature ever recorded in the state of Florida. When was it? It must be this year. According to Jake Tapper, it must be this year. Because, of course, it's hot in the summer. But it's never been this hot. We're being overrun. What was the hottest temperature ever recorded in Florida history? Oh, uh, let's go. Uh, let's see. 1931. But not, wait, what, not, not 2022? Uh, no, 1931. Um, what's that, 70, 93 years ago, 92 years ago, 91 years ago? Bet you I'll get the number right. 91 years ago? Really? How, how could it be the hottest it's ever been? How could every, and remember Jake Tapper too, when I show you this uh, a particular video in a second. Coldest ever. Remember they used to pimp and whore? And yes, the same people that pimp and whore climate change. And then, oh, there's a lot of conservatives inside the church. It's funny to me. A lot of conservatives inside the church are like, I, I stand against all that climate hoax stuff. But you took their vaccine. You put on their swastika on your face. You, you obeyed their commands to lock down. The very people that you hate, you say that you, you hate their philosophy, their ideology, and their theology but yet you take your marching orders from them when it comes to what goes in your blood veins? Amazing to me. Why have you not repented if that applies to you? Again, I know I'm not screaming at the people of whom you are the choir. Coldest ever temperature in the state of Florida was in what year? Oh, with all this climate change, extreme hot. Because remember, they, nothing works. They, remember, they had global cooling first. You know, people like Al Gore said that, that uh, New York was going to be enveloped in ice, and then he changed to they're going to be enveloped in warm ocean water, all within, all within a 50-year period. 
they all predicted that by the 90s, by the 90s, that all of the, the polar ice caps would no longer exist. That's uh, That all, of course, never happened. So they started off with global cooling, right? But now that, and then they went to global warming. None of that ever, none of that ever materialized. So they have to switch to just overall climate change. Now I want to give you the same predictions that I gave to everybody on Twitter. I, when I got off of my 12 hour Twitter su- suspension for saying that vaccines call, cause ADE, what, 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 a, what a horrible, no, they look right at it. See, that's who Twitter is. They look at what is absolute truth and call it a lie, right? That's what they want you to do. So when I got off of my Twitter suspension for 12 hours, I celebrated by prognosticating climate change over the next year. <laughs> Aaron, don't laugh. You make me laugh. <laughs> so I did my prognostications, my weather predictions for the next year. Ready? Here they are. The weather will substantively, substantively change four times in the next year. There you go. I am a climate expert. That's all these people are. They're all idiots. They have no idea what they're talking about. They don't like they can't define what an assault weapon is, but yet they want to ban them. They have no idea how much CO2's in the air, how much CO2's in the atmosphere. Matt Walsh put this out. How many of you remember how they used to pimp and whore and they used to pedal all the time? The hole in the ozone layer. And why is it you don't hear that anymore? Just like you no longer hear it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Why? Because they're bold-faced liars that all the Christians take the marching orders from. I'm saying this to some of you who I, I know you're the choir. I'm preaching to the choir. We've been on the same, we've been on the same level all this time. I get that. I'm just saying to you, are you still going to a church that closed? You still listening to a pastor who never said he was wrong for locking down his church? For insisting that his trumpet player on the stage has a mask on with a slit cut in it so the trumpet can go through? That guy? That girl? You still following that person? Well, I have to because the nearest church is 90 minutes away. Drive. The nearest non-COVID caving church is 90 minutes away. You drive. That's what you do. Don't stay in a church that you gain the whole world and lose your own soul and lose the souls of your kids because they're gonna they're going to cave to this climate hoax too. Because COVID, the response to COVID was a hoax. And look at, I mean, look at the similarities. Is it hot? Yes, it's hot. It was, is, is COVID a virus? Yes, it's a virus. Okay, that's the only truth there is. Now they will extrapolate upon that what is truth, bold-faced lies to usher in an agenda. And all these COVID caving pastors will gladly capitulate again because they follow a false Jesus. For them, being Christ-like means capitulation, accommodation, and tolerance. But the Bible says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourself be burdened again with the yoke of slavery. One is the word of God. One is the mind of men. Which one do you follow? Both, though, under the name of Jesus, which is why he esteems his word above all his name. Psalm 138, 2. You follow the word. Well, that doesn't seem nice. It is for freedom that Christ says free. That's that's because nice is not an attribute of Jesus. Not in the worldly worldly sense of nice. Jesus made a whip of cords and drove them all out of the temple. Woe to you, Pharisees and Sadducees, you hypocrites. 
For you are like whitewashed tombs, which indeed, indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead man's bones and all uncleanness. That doesn't seem Christ-like. Yeah, but problem is, that's Jesus talking. So you're saying Jesus was not Christ-like. That is, that is the Jesus that most Christians follow. The Jesus of their own creation. They're going to be stunned. For the father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the son, that all men should honor the son, even as they honor the father. He that honoreth not the son, honoreth not the father, which hath sent him. Jesus is the righteous judge. Jesus is the one that will separate the wheat from the chaff, the sheep from the goats. Jesus is the one that will thrust people or have people thrust into the burning lake of fire for all of eternity. That's not Christ-like according to most Christians. Because their Christ is not Jesus. It's actually a Pharisaic idol that they've created in their own mind, which means that it's actually the devil. It's always follow the word. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. Proverbs 14, 27. In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence and his children shall have a place of refuge. Proverbs 14, 26. Follow the word, preach the word instantly in season, out of season, reproving, rebuking, exhorting with all long suffering and doctrine. And there will be long suffering. Second Timothy four, two, there will be half, not half, about 30% of my church left because we stayed open. We stayed open during COVID, never locked down, never social distance, no alcohol gel stations, no quarantines, just throttled uh, the COVID narrative from the pulpit. Oh, you, you're not supposed to preach politics from the pulpit. That's not a Bible verse. That's the, that's the nice Jesus that many Christians are following. All right, back to Laura, Laura Ingram. Play for me, Naz. Of course, the more pain we are all experiencing from the high price, price of gas, the more benefit there is for those who can access electric vehicles. Never has the worth of a Rhodes Scholarship been so called into question. He apparently hadn't ever pondered the obvious question. So if everyone switches to EVs, what happens to the grid? Congressman Tom Massey schooled Little Pete. I'm really alarmed at sort of the naivete of those who are uh, promoting rapid adoption of these technologies with our existing infrastructure. Over the course of a year, uh, an American household would use 25 times as much electricity for their electric cars they would for their refrigerator. Do you think it would strain the grid if everybody plugged in 25 refrigerators in every household? Well, if we didn't make any upgrades to the grid, sure. I mean, if we had yesterday's grid with tomorrow's cars, it's not gonna work. Literally, Biden has the dumbest cabinet in US history. Zero common sense. If that average household plugged in electric cars, do you know how much more electricity they would use in comparison to the air conditioning that air conditions their whole house? No, but again, I would emphasize it. It would take four times as much electricity to charge the average household's cars as the average household uses on air conditioning. Now, air conditioning. Let me summarize that video for you. So let me just, this type was Thomas Massey talking to Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. So the dumbest man on the planet who acts like the smartest man on the planet. Again, just portraying that which he is not, which is what they always do. Portray something as something that it is not. That's what you do. So you'd have to, here, here's the equivalent. If you're going to charge 
two cars in your house, charge two cars. That's the equivalent of running 25 refrigerators in your home. 25. If you're going to charge two cars, 25 refrigerators in your home, charging one car is the equivalent of running four ACs at the same time in your home. Not to mention, remember these are 25 refrigerators and the original refrigerator. So because you aren't going to throw away your refrigerator to have the 25 refrigerators worth of energy that it would cost you to charge two cars to charge. So you'd have 26 refrigerators going. If you have two electric cars, 26 refrigerators going, not to mention all the rest of the electric. And then you'd have to have the equivalent of four ACs to charge one car to charge one car. And then of course your original AC. So you'd have five ACs to implement Pete Buttigieg's uh, climate change hoax agenda. So the thing that what, what they're all talking about right now is transition. Remember that word transition, because now we've gone from pandemic. It's all about the pandemic. The reason why there's empty shelves is because of the pandemic. Is that why there's empty short shelves is because all the truck drivers, airplane pilots, uh, ship captains, they've all, they're all dead. So there's no way to transport all the goods. All the farmers are dead. All the processing factory workers are dead. Is that, is that why we have empty store shelves? Is that why we, we have $8 gas? Is because there's all of the diesel truck drivers and regular gas truck drivers are all dead because of the pandemic. That's what they always say. Because the pandemic, no, they're, those, those supply shortages are there because none of those people are allowed to work. That's why, that's why there's a, it's, it's the same thing as the baby food formula shortage. Are all the people there, are they dead? At the main factory that produces 40% of the baby fact, the baby formula in the United States? They're all dead? Uh, uh, no, it would be because the federal government, the FDA, shut the factory down. And then the factory emailed them, called them, left messages for them, and they were never returned. So that couldn't be on purpose or anything, could it be? Now, here's some video. Now, I'm going to be ripping the tar out of California during this podcast. Because as we know, what's happening right now is they brought Gavin Newsom to the White House so he could play, play president for a day. When they shipped, they shipped, they shipped off poop, uh, President Poopy Pants across, across the globe to Saudi Arabia so he could go play president himself for a couple days over in Saudi Arabia, accomplishing absolutely nothing on a four or five day trip that probably cost the American taxpayer 20 million bucks. So he went over there, accomplished nothing, went to the Saudi pre- priest, uh, Saudi uh, prince, and licked his boots, kissed his butt. And what did he get? Absolutely nothing and flew back. And then, and then he had to take days off because now he's got COVID. Biden's got COVID now for, I believe it's the fourth time and he's triple back. It's perfect because he's four times vaccinated and he's had COVID four times. That, that works out about perfectly. So Gavin Newsom, they brought him in so they could walk around the White House and everybody could get acclimated to uh, a, a future run here or a president Gavin Newsom, right? Everyone want, they want everybody to get acclimated to it because he's done such a great job with California. It's such a liberal utopia. It's not just a liberal utopia. It's a utopia for everybody, according to them, you know, according to, to Gavin Newsom, only Gavin Newsom. California is the biggest disaster on the planet. 40% biggest disaster in the United States, maybe on the, maybe in the planet, 40% of all unemployment claims come from the, from, come from California. California itself by itself is $1 trillion in debt. And they, of course, have surging crime, sur- surging hopeless- homelessness. But we'll get to that in a- get to that in a minute. But here, here's a video. Just you can just side by side that, Aaron, if you can. And there, I just wanted to show you right here. This is a line. Can you, there we go. It, it doesn't matter whether you can leave the volume on. It doesn't matter. 
So there it is. That What is that line for in California right now? Of course, we know that Gavin Newsom wants to pimp and whore electric, electric vehicles. The answer to the world, he's done such a great job. Well, that, of course, is California. And that's the line at a charging station for electric vehicles. Look at it. It never ends during the whole video. Let's just keep going. And it's somebody driving probably in a golf cart. That's how long it takes to even get to the end of the line. And then, of course, there's more lines inside the line. That's this. This is the future of electric vehicles. You bring it back to me. So here's the thing. What? Why? Why? Why are they trying to implement electric vehicles only? Because if again, it's a one-world commerce system. If the only right now, if you want to travel, even if gas is four to eight dollars, depending on where you live. Right here in Florida, it's mid fours. It's four. You, you can go and gas up. But if the only way for you to travel is through the grid. That's what they want so that you have to come to them for the solutions to their problems. They created the problem out of thin air, climate change. Now they offer you their solution, electric vehicles, which by the way, where does all of the electricity come that charges their electric vehicles? As we just said, 25 refrigerators, four ACs, all, you know, of course it will just cause just as many CO2 emissions as driving around your car or more baby. But what they want to do, they don't care about CO2 emissions. They don't care about systemic racism. They don't care about your health. They use platforms and tactics to control you. Saying that they care about racism. Saying that they care about your health. Saying that they care about transgender rights. Saying that they care about homosexual rights. Those are simply tactics to control people. What's up with electric cars and the climate hoax agenda? It's to control you. That way, the only way you can move around is through their means, through their supply. Right now, you and I, we can drive to any station we want, gas up our car and drive. We are free. They can't necessarily track you unless your phone's on. Or according to Andrew Tate, your phone can actually be off and they still can track you, by the way. Try it sometime. If you have Bluetooth in your car, turn your phone off and see if your GPS still using your phone, not your car, using your phone GPS through your car, see if you're still being GPS tracked. You will be. That's all on purpose. That's hypocritical. I, that's hypocritical. I carry a phone everywhere, but I'm just telling you that's the way that it is. But what they will do is they say, you know what? Here's your one source. The only way for you to travel is through the electric grid that we supply you. Everybody's hooked up to it now. Bluetooth on their phone. Turn your AC up. Turn your AC down. Lights on. Lights off. That's dangerous technology. That everybody hooks into, everybody gives their phone, their facial recognition, their facial recognition, whatever you call it. Yeah, face ID. Everybody does that now, gives their phone, their, your, your, you know, your face, basically, to activate your phone. All that is very dangerous technology. And what they want to do is take that technology and take, you know, to use electricity, use the grid to control you. That way, the only source you have to move The only way you can get in your car to go vote in the next election, just to use a simplistic example, is to go through their grid controlled by leftist globalists. Certainly won't be right-wingers controlling the electric grid when it's been the left-wing pushing everybody onto the electric grid. Why, why, Why the electric grid? Because it's automated. Because it's digitized. It takes your freedom away. That's why they don't want you to have a car that really is self-propelled. It has its own. It, it has its, it, it, you can go and get fuel anywhere you want. 
They want to have a car that they control. And all these electric cars, by the way, all have what in them? They all have GPS tracking chips in them that will allow the government to shut your car off. That's already been proven. They'll sell you, they'll sell it just like a 99.9% survival virus. They'll sell it in a way that sounds great to you. Like, you know what? This is an anti-theft device. We don't want your car to get stolen. We're looking out for you. So in your electric car, there's an automatic shutoff that can be shut, that can be triggered from some hub somewhere that of course will be controlled by the federal government. That's the idea. So they want everybody on the electric grid because they will control the electric grid. They can't control every gas station, but they can certainly control a central hub electric grid. That is the idea. So see now what I've told you now, remember I, remember I told you to remember Jake Tapper. This is a Parrish Vias video caught red-handed CNN tech director. This is, I've seen this video before, but it didn't mean much when it first came out. Now it certainly does because now the propaganda has been activated. The plan, the agenda has now been activated where they pivot. We're all like, when is this pivot going to occur? Because they've been pimping and whoring vaccines, masking, testing all this time. And it never really stopped until now or summer comes in and it's extremely dangerous to everybody because it's hot outside the same way that it was for the previous 52 years of my life. But now it's an existential threat to your life, an existential threat to my life. This is all planned. The government and mainstream media are in lockstep. CNN, and I know that I'm preaching to choir, everybody already knows this, but it's, it's other people too, and eventually most everybody caves because they want mass acceptance. A mass that doesn't really exist, but that gets sold to them. But CNN gets caught red-handed. Play it for me. This story comes up, they're going to latch onto it. They've already announced in her office that once the public is will be open to it, we're going to start focusing mainly on climate um, uh, climate like global warming and like that's going to be our next like um, I don't know like what's the word? It's our it's going to be our focus. Like uh, like our, our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was, right? So our next thing is going to be for climate change awareness. What does that look like? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I have a feeling it's just going to be like constantly showing videos of like decline and ice and weather warming up and like the effects it's having on the economy and, and really talking about that? the head of the network like just who's that is that zucker zucker yeah i imagine that he's got his council and they've all like discussed like where they think um so that's like the next pandemic like story like that will yeah that will will beat to death but that one's got longevity you know what i mean it's not like there's a definitive ending to the pandemic or you know like it'll taper off to a point that it's you know not a problem anymore probably think it's going to take years so they'll probably be able to milk that for quite a bit you know so 
climate change overload. Yeah. Be prepared. It's coming. <laughs> Stories like right now. Um, we had an inside track right now where two stories are going to be pushed. Climate change is going to be the next COVID thing to see. You know, we're going to we're going to hone it. Focus on it. I love it. But that's but that's a fair. You saw that coming. But to commit to that as a network, you said it's going to be like the new COVID. And what's funny is, is that these people are so brazen. The Jake Tappers of the world, the CNNs of the world, they're so audacious. They're so brazen because they know that video's out. That video came out months ago. And it, the relevance of it was minimal at the time. Until now, the national media and the globalist left have all shifted into a climate change narrative to usher you towards a one world commerce system, to leverage you into a one world commerce system. That's what they're trying to do. So, now we see the relevance of this video and the audacity is they know this video's out there and they still pivot right to it. They still stick to their agenda because they depend on people being low information political consumers. That's what they depend on. Don't let that be you. I'm not, don't, I don't want people to be like me. I look at my screen time sometimes when it comes to how much time I spend and I don't spend any time on, you know, looking at other people's stuff. I don't spend any time. I mean, I watch preaching from Jonathan Shuttlesworth, preaching from Rodney Hour Brown, but I mean, I don't spend a whole lot of time while you're looking at people's stuff. I spend all of my time collecting data. So I don't necessarily want people to be like me, but a couple minutes a day, so that you know that Project Veritas, that's where that video came from, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, shot a CNN producer saying, or a tech, CNN tech person, saying, you know what, we're pivoting. We wanted Trump out of office using COVID to do it, and then we're going to pivot to climate. Simply, you go in and you say, we have an existential threat to everybody's life. You can't vote in person or you're going to die, so you have a fraudulent election that ushers in President Poopy Pants. That's what happens. That's what happened. All the Christians just jumped right on board, of course, because no Christian ever reads their Bible. They have no idea what's happening right before their very eyes. Jonathan Shuttlesworth, make sure you follow him on Twitter. Follow Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, too. On Twitter, he actually put out, he said, today, I've been watching a lot of church services over the last couple of days, and I'm glad to report that there's not one single soul that's ever going to hell. Because that's how the modern church is. They don't preach anything about hellfire and brimstone, even though hellfire and brimstone's coming. Revelation chapter 20, 11 through 15, it's coming. And I saw a great white throne. I saw a great white throne. And those, and, and here's the thing. And I, saw the, and I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were open and another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. He who overcomes, he who overcomes will be the ones whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. People don't preach the gospel anymore because people will walk right out the back door. That's not the, the idea of the church is not to, is not to accumulate humanity or accumulate numbers. Yes, we love it. I love when the church is full, but you preach the gospel and then you let it lay. You let whatever comes, comes. You preach the gospel period. So now remember what I was telling you. It's all about this transition. Play for me, Ness. So it's about making a choice between what is the short term and the medium term 
so that we can make sure we have enough oil and gas to support us through the transition? And what are the kind of steps that we don't want the oil and gas industry to take that would have long-term consequences when we don't want uh, new major projects that would take 20, 30 years to, to become profitable? So we have to make that differentiation to make sure that the American consumer has what it needs to grow, to gl- grow our economy and the global economy but not take steps and endanger the climate uh, work that we're trying to do to make sure that we're on a better footing to accelerate the transition. Accelerate the transition right there at the very end. Accelerate transition. Transition. Transition to what? You have to have something to transition to. So what they're asking, I'll just pull up a number out of thin air. If they want you to give up 40% of what fossil fuels supply you, then they have to have an alternative that will supply that 40% of what fossil fuels give you, correct? So if you're going to take away 40% of people's fossil fuels and all that it provides, then you have to have an alternative that gives you the exact same thing that fossil fuels supplies, that supplies exactly what fossil fuel supplies, right? Now, what is that? Now, right now, the latest study that's been done, if we were to... Uh, uh, actually put together all of the earth's battery power, put it all together, connect it all together. How long would it run the earth? I'm t- battery power comes from what? Let's say electric cars, windmills, char- windmills charge batteries, right? That then run power, right? That, so if we, if we were to use all of the batteries around the globe, how long would the light stay out? How long would the world continue to run? How long would it have power? 75 seconds. That's the truth. Nobody's denying it. The climate hoaxers, the WEF, the Democratic Party, the globalist elitist left, the climate hoax, whores and pimps, none of them deny that because it's absolutely true. If you shut off all the fossil fuels and we went to battery power only, you could run the globe for 75 seconds. But what they want to do is transition you into something that doesn't exist. So that people starve to death because they want to lower the earth's population. Freeze to death because they want to lower the earth's population. Create COVID-19 because they want to lower the earth's population. Create their solution to the problem of COVID-19. Vaccines because they want to lower the earth's population. All of their solutions, they kill 41.2 million babies in the womb every year. And that's a low number. That's a minimum because California and New York don't report all their numbers. They kill 41.2 million people in the womb. That's black, Hispanic, white, and anybody else you want to name. So every one of their solutions kills people. They want to do a transition. They want to take away, let's just, I'm getting, I'm just pulling this number out of thin air. They want to take away 40% of your fossil fuels and then have you transition to what? Something that will work for 75 seconds, as Dan Bongino says, so you can watch one Netflix trailer before you die. That's it. If you take away people's power that we've seen in Sri Lanka right now, as we've seen in Ghana, as we've seen in the Netherlands, and who just got overthrown again, Boris Johnson, he's out. What's it, Dragai or Draga, something or other from Italy? I can't remember the guy's name for some reason. The prime minister of Italy. He's out. He resigned today. Panama right now is being overrun because everybody, all of these people, they get a very high ESG score 
environmental social governance score. They get a very high score, but the only problem is, is that the, per- oh, here it is. Mario Dragi. Yeah, I, got, I was close. D-R-A-G-H-I. Dragi, something like that. He's gone out of Italy. Panama is being overrun because you get a high ESG score. The only problem is you can't eat. They're, they're natural, homeopathic, organic fertilizers are fantastic, except if you want them to grow food. They look great. I mean, you know what? They're dark. They look like regular fertilizer. Maybe got some white specks in them, but they don't grow food. So the only, that, that's great. You know, I, if, electricity is great when it actually makes things turn on. But if there is electricity kind of stinks, if it doesn't work, there's no point in having a plug that doesn't work, but that's the whole, that's the whole point of this thing is this, they're, they're transitioning you into nowhere. There is no, they want you to get, let's just, they want you to give up 10% of your fossil fuels. Because they always say with the transition is going to be slow. So we're just going to take away 10% of your fossil fuels, but they're only giving you a green alternative that will accommodate about 0.000001% of that 10% that they're taking away from you. So they're transitioning you into nothingness and it's on purpose because then you will have to run to them for their solutions. They want everybody driven in to urban centers where they're easily controlled. They all have their electric cars that are plugged into the grid controlled by the federal government. And Aaron was telling me while we were, while the, my producer Aaron was call, telling me while, while that video was on Tesla does updates and listen, not as big a fan as Elon, of Elon Musk as I was when I thought he was taking over Twitter, but I have been a fan of Elon Musk. But right now, with, a, with the, the most predominant electric car company, of course, on the globe is Tesla. But right now, Tesla will send updates to their cars. They had a major problem because Tesla sent in an update to their braking system that caused their brakes to be hyperactive, hypersensitive. So people were just trying to slightly slow down their car and it would uh, slam on the brakes and people rear ending them from behind on a computer update that you have no ability to say no to. That's the whole point of it all. You, you eventually it'll be like your, your iPhone. I call them like, you know, iPhone jacks, your charger, where you go to tra- charge your car and it's automatically given updates to it. And it will also just be able to automatically shut your car off just with an update. If Elon Musk can do that from the Tesla factory, what will the NSA be able to do? You know, we want the election to go this way. So we're going to have a blue revolution and shut everybody's cars off. That would never happen. Yeah. Everybody says that, but we just, we're in 28 months of 15 days to flatten the curve right now. People, you know, when Joe Biden went over and basically relinquished all of our medical sovereignty to the, to the United Nations. Oh, that'll never, you know, that can't happen because we have a constitution. Well, it's kind of funny because 200 million Americans took a vaccine for a 99.9% survival virus. I still see plenty of Americans driving down the road alone in their cars with masks on. Still see it. There's idiots around my neighborhood. There's a guy in my neighborhood. He's out alone riding around on his bicycle at five o'clock in the morning. I'm out walking the dog. And I live in the middle of freaking nowhere. There's not a soul out there. It's like 30 houses in a giant area. That's all there is. And obviously at five o'clock in the morning, there's nobody out. And he's out alone in Florida. It's 90 degrees outside because this heat is a great existential threat to your life. With a, with a mask on alone with a sweatshirt on. 
So don't tell me these things can't happen. None of us would have ever thought what, what has happened over the last 28 months of 15 days to flatten the curve would ever happen, but it did. Here's more of the agenda, the transition from the White House press secretary. And I just have to say this, the dumbest person I've ever seen. I didn't think anybody, I didn't think anybody could beat Jen Psaki being dumb, but congrats. You know, I never thought anybody could be worse than Jimmy Carter. And then Barack Obama came along and I never thought anybody could be worse than Barack Hussein Obama, anybody. But then Joe Biden came along. Now we've got Jen, Jen Psaki, who I thought was the worst I've ever seen. Miss Circleback Jenny, Peppermint Patty, who endlessly, ah, 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 ah. That's a sign of intelligence, I guess, I guess, I guess today from the left, is how, how many ahs you say between words. Ah, 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 ah. And the woman just reads off. What, what is up with these people reading off of laminated sheets? What I mean, Joe Biden gets laminated sheets. Sit down now. End quote, repeat quote. These people are so brainless. They can't just answer a question without a laminated sheet in front of them. She has to, I never seen this before. I, it's funny because I didn't see it with any of Trump's tri, uh, press secretaries. I didn't see any of it. Who, whoever, no matter who, they, whoever it was, I never saw any of them. And you know, it wasn't just press secretaries, anybody that they came up, secretaries of whatever. None of them ever came up with a binder with laminated sheets in it and in turn had to turn to those things. And if they did have something like that, it was a rant, every now and then they turn to something and then they take a glance at it and then answer the questions. Now they turn to a designated page and just read it verbatim. That's what we have. This is why you don't strap masks on your face, lock down your businesses and churches and take vaccines to validate and give credibility to the non-fact that COVID is an existential threat to your life. So you can't go vote in person. So it opens the door to mass, to mass fraud in an election. That's what happened. But here she is, Karine Jean-Pierre. Play it for me. Uh, speaking of uh, climate change. So we are closely <laughs> monitoring extreme heat conditions. Uh, impacting much of Europe, as well as the extreme heat impacting the more than 100 million Americans who are struggling with extreme heat conditions here at home just this week alone. The impacts of extreme weather are intensifying across the globe, including here in the United States. No one is immune from climate change. It's why the president has been rallying the world to take the decisive action needed in this decade to tackle the climate change, uh, the climate crisis. It's also why the president is committed to taking aggressive action to tackle climate change and made clear if the Senate won't act, he will. In fact, as many of you, as many of you have seen already today, the president will travel to Somerset, Massachusetts tomorrow. While there, he will visit the future site of manufacturing plant located at a former coal-fired power plant that will produce uh, transmission cables for Massachusetts' booming offshore wind industry. The president will underscore the historic clean energy investments his bipartisan infrastructure law will make in Massachusetts and announce additional action i don't need to have you watch any more of that puke fest but again all that it's about is getting you onto the grid so that there's only one way for you to travel they control your fridge they control your ac they control your car that is what they want they control your ability to even drive to the airport and get on a plane and, and again i bring this up to you all these people i you know what i want my freedom back 
I'm going to get my freedom back from the people who stole it by doing what they tell me to do. And now we're losing pilots all over the globe who no longer even are able to fly. They no longer qualify to fly because they're failing their physicals. Here's just some footage. This is what's happening in Panama right now. Play it for me. Now let's go to Sri Lanka. Play it for me. So that's Sri Lanka right now. Let's sh- let's pivot to China. Play it for me. So that one, what's happening right here? Why are those tanks on the street in China? They're blocking banks. Why? Here it is. The reason why they're blocking banks is because all of the people are no longer allowed access to their digitized banking system because the government now calls them digitized assets so you can't get any cash out of china you can bring it back to me ukraine right now i believe aaron and i played the video on tuesday aaron sent it in to me ukraine right now there's no cash in ukraine you want something in ukraine you have got to have a qr coded mark of the beast on your phone period i know it's not the actual mark of the beast yet so don't send me texts it's got to be the actual mark of the beast has to be on your right hand or on your forehead. It's coming, of course. This is all just skid greasers. But there's no alternative in Canada. You want to see a doctor? You can only come one way. No, I'll just pay cash. There is no cash. There is no cash. See, right now in, in, uh, in the UK, in Great Britain, they, nobody's going to the doctor because it's literally, it's months and months and months of waiting to get an aspirin prescribed to you. That's, that's, that's the truth, by the way. You just wait and wait and wait. So people right now in, in Great Britain are, go, are using private doctors because right now there's cash. Once they digitize the money, once they put you on an electric grid with all your electric cars and the only way to move is through a QR code on your phone that activates your electricity. And there's no way to call FBL, Florida Power and Light, and whatever yours is in your state or your country, there's no way to call and say, I want to pay cash. I'm not going to just pay cash. I want to pay in gold. I'll pay in gold. Or you know what? I'll send some mankini pictures of myself. That would pay for a lot of things. (laughs) My producer Aaron just goes, no, it wouldn't. That does none of it works because there's only one way. That's the idea. That's why you don't put masks on your face. That's why you don't take a vaccine that leads to a vaccine mandate and vaccine passports where you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your vaccine QR coded mark of the beast on your phone. It's not just about vaccines to get you to the green pass, to the common cat pass, to the one world commerce system. It's starvation to do it. Yeah, they can use vaccines right now to, to, to leverage you into a one world commerce system. But they'll also use food. They'll also use this climate transition. You know, it's kind of important if you live 
in Alaska? Or just, you know what? Let's not make it even that extreme. You live in northern New York, state of New York. That's basically the Arctic up there. It really is. It's bone-chilling cold almost year-round. At night, anyway. And we're you know, obviously coming in September, October, November. It's going to be, you know, it's kind of important that you're able to turn your heat on. Well, they can easily leverage people into saying, into being, you know what? There's only one way to pay for your electric, and that's just, you know, it's nothing. We're not asking much. This is why they want it all on one grid. There's no way to go buy propane anymore. That's the whole idea. You're like, Tom, that's not happening yet. Well, yeah, but, but we never thought people were in mass either. We never thought that you couldn't join the military. That, I won't get to this tonight. Why, why is military, military recruitment at all-time lows right now? Can't get anybody in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, or Coast Guard. Why? Why? Because nobody wants to be, nobody wants to take the vax, of course, because all maladies in the military are up 300 to 1,600% in one year. That's a fact. And nobody wants to have Lloyd Austin looking into Lloyd Austin and Mark Milley, the white man who wants to understand white rage. None of the, they don't want people prodding around their social media posts from 17 years ago and deciding that they're, you're a white supremacist terrorist. So nobody's joining the military anymore. Mission accomplished. Why? Mission accomplished is to defang the United States of America so it's no longer a threat to the ally of the World Economic Forum, the Chinese Communist Party. That's why. And that's why they have mass immigration, mass immigration and the confiscation of farmlands confiscations and just if you're a billionaire or you have billions at your disposal, CCP and Bill Gates who have cumulatively own about 500,000 American farm makers between the two of them, 300 with Billy, 200 with the CCP. What are they going to have? They're going to release Angus cows out there to mate and make more Angus cows and more beef. No, they're going to shut it down so that you have to go and buy Bill Gates's lab-produced meat on his picnic website. Fact! That's exactly what they want to do, so that he profits, and there's only one way to eat! That's the purpose of it. There's only one way to eat, and only one way to get to the one way. A QR-coded Mark of the Beast on your phone, eventually on your right hand or on your forehead. That's the point. Is all this clear to everybody? Okay. That's the point of it all. And so when all of you dutiful Christians strapped on your mask, oh, what, I, don't, I remember seeing these Facebook, I, I, I don't understand why people are so upset. We're such loving people. We want people to know that we care about their health. You care, you've seen the latest studies about masks? Pay, go back to Dan Bongino's show. I meant to do it for tonight. Maybe I'll do it for Saturday. Go back to Dan, Dan Bongino's show. What is today? Thursday. So it's Wednesday's show on Dan Bongino to his podcast. His radio show probably has it on too. The latest study coming out about masks is that there is an accumulation of bacteria on the inside of the mask, stuff that's fatal. And bonus, it's not just on the inside of the mask. What's the bonus? Everybody guess? It's on the outside of the mask too. So not only are you breathing it in, you're actually spreading it to other people. Mission accomplished. Lockdown, send everybody to where 76% of all COVID cases are caught in one's own home. So lock them in there instead of allowing them to go to the beach where they can sit and be healthy under vitamin D, inducing heat. The heat that will now kill you, by the way, they want you all inside again. COVID numbers are low. Let's get everybody inside because of the existential threat to your life. That is heat. We're all going to die because of heat. 
I walk every day for hours in the Florida heat. I'm still fat. If it doesn't kill me, who's it going to kill? My heart rate doesn't go up. Nothing. All I do is walk it, get very sweaty. And by about three o'clock in the afternoon, my wife brings me a 64 ounce Slurpee. Not killing me. How's it going to kill anybody else? Now, here's the goal. We have a model now, Kim Kardashian. You know, and I don't pay a whole lot of attention to them. However, she is now, Kim Kardashian is featured in a new campaign. This is a Wittgenstein video. Kim K is featured in a new campaign for Beyond Meat as the company's first chief taste consultant. Play for me. I believe so much in the mission of Beyond Meat that I've stepped in to help with my greatest asset, my taste. This plant-based meat is not only amazingly delicious, but it's also better for you and better for the planet. It's a simple change that makes a really big difference. So good. <clears throat> and now that I'm Beyond Meat's chief taste consultant, there's never been a better time to go beyond. So here we go. The unleashed propaganda from the globalist left. Sure, somebody who loves the World Economic Forum. Kim K, there she is. Of course, we already had Nicole Kitten. I'm not, is it Nicole Kitman, right? Married to what's his face? Keith Urban? Yeah. She was already, we already had her on video eating bugs. And then you have the World Economic Forum's own website that advocates and puts out a video about eating maggots and crickets. And like I said, I've got my own, I guess I have my own World Economic Forum farm in my backyard for my future food consumption, which is my three trash cans, which regularly accumulate thousands upon thousands of maggots from all of the chicken wing bones that I throw out there. So I guess I can go out and harvest maggots. That's what the left has for you. They want to replace things. They want, they want to transition you into something. It's either death or their, whatever it is that they want you to do. That's the transition. It's got nothing to do with climate. Kim K, World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau. They don't care about the climate. They care about control. And they'll use the climate to control you. Charlie Kirk tweet, breaking, twice vaccinated and twice boosted. Joe Biden tests positive for COVID. But don't anybody worry because Joe has put out, a, put out a video to make you feel calm in your heart, to bring peace to you if you're so concerned about Joe Biden. You guys got that ready for me? Play it for me. Hey, folks, guess you heard. This morning I tested positive for COVID. But I've been double vaccinated, double boosted. Symptoms are mild. And, uh, and I really appreciate your inquiries and your concerns. But I'm doing well getting a lot of work done going to continue to get it done and uh and in the meantime thanks for your concern and keep the faith it's going to be okay again it all comes down to you know what we want you to say things that you know are not true we want you to call them true we want you to walk outside on a sunny day and look up at the sky we want you to say it's black the sky is black. Even though you know it's blue, we want you to say that it's black so that we know that we can control you. We know that it's a 99.9% .9 survival virus, but put two masks on and take four boosters. Take four shots, two boosters. And Joe will take his third, I'm sure, coming up in the fall. He's had COVID three or four times and still is on there saying, just like they all do, Justin Trudeau, Gavin Newsom, all the rest of them that have caught COVID, 
I'm so thankful. I don't know if Gavin did or not. So I take that back. Trudeau for sure. I am so thankful that I got this vaccine that I'm still getting sick from. Well, it it prevents hospitalizations and and death. No, it doesn't. 90% of all COVID hospitalizations and COVID deaths right now around the globe are the fully vaccinated, most of which are boosted. That's absolute fact. Coming from Canada, coming from Australia, coming from Scotland, coming from the UK, and coming from Australia. I think I said Australia. That's the fact. Coming from Israel. 90% of COVID hospitalizations and deaths are amongst the fully vaccinated. Of that number, of that consort, most of which are boosted. But here they are still pimping it hard. I don't whether Joe Biden's actually vaccinated or not. I don't know. But all I know is that what, you know, his propaganda makes no sense. It absolutely makes no sense to say, you know, we want you to get vaccinated against a, against a virus, but the vaccination doesn't work, but we want you to act like it works. We want you to call a fully penis man a woman. We want you to put a mask on that does absolutely nothing just because we want to see if you'll do it. We want you to act like masks work, even though you know they don't. We want you to take, we want to implement a vaccine mandate predicated on a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission. And the reason why we're putting in the mandate is to stop transmission. Novak Djokovic is not allowed in the United States of America. The U.S. Open doesn't block Novak Djokovic from playing. Most people think that's the case. It's not the case. Even the horrid state of New York and the horrid, the worst part of New York, the city of New York. If you're a professional athlete, you don't have to be vaccinated. That's a fact. They're not blocking them. Even the city, even the state of New York, the city of New York and the U.S. Open itself is not blocking Novak Djokovic from playing in the U.S. Open. What is? Joe Biden. Predicated on what? You are not allowed to travel in the United States if you're unvaccinated. What? Okay. Now, what are you doing with that? What are you trying to accomplish with that? The very people that thought it was so racist to not allow certain Muslims into the country because they have an extreme viewpoint. These same people won't allow unvaccinated people into the country. On what? Because, well, we don't want them to spread COVID. The vaccine doesn't stop the spread of COVID. We don't want them to transmit COVID. Doesn't stop the transmission of COVID. We don't want them to get sick with COVID. Doesn't stop sickness. Well, and here's the whole thing. Let's just use their argument for their sake. They all have had to admit, Anthony Fauci included, that the vaccine does not stop transmission or infection. So we start, we launch from that launching pad. Well, we, we, you know, we, we want to lessen COVID. So the only people that are, at, that, are, that are in danger would be allegedly, according to them, the unvaccinated, right? Well, then we've chosen it. They can spread it. We can spread it. They can die of it. We can die of it, right? That's the facts. So what's the difference whether you're vaccinated or not? There's absolutely no difference. So there's no point in having a mandate. Now, we all know the truth is that natural immunity is far stronger than regular immunity. That the most 76%, 76% is, is inside the house. So that's inside, I can't remember. But it's 70 something percent of people who catch COVID never know they have it. So it's rarely ever a threat anyway. That's an absolute fact. So they actually put into place things that make absolutely no sense. If they make no sense, that means there's a nefarious purpose. If it makes no sense according to what they're saying it's for, it makes no sense because it doesn't stop transmission, doesn't stop infection. So what's the point of having a mandate in place? There has to be a nefarious purpose and it all comes back down to worldwide control, getting people into a one world commerce system. Justin Hart tweet, 
Wow, NIH admits U.S.-funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan blames the inexperience of researchers who didn't report it in a timely manner. So now, the National Institutes of Health, remember now, I'm going to show you this video, who works for the National Institutes of Health? Used to be run by Francis Collin, fake born-again Christian, who went around pimping and whoring vaccines with numerous evangelical leaders. A vaccine with a 1% efficacy rate after one, after one week. Not to mention the ADE and the capillary blood clotting that it causes and people by the hundreds of thousands are dropping dead throughout the globe. But forget about that. Great job. Evangelical vax and pimps whore, vax and pimp whores or vax, pimps and whores. Great job with that. So the NIH now admits, now who works for the NIH? Of course, Francis Collins used to run it. NIAID, Anthony Fauci works for the NIH. And it's said under oath. Now the NIH, let's make this clear. Because the goal is for you to look at absolute facts and data and then deny them. Absolute facts and data. Remember remember the when Joe Biden, he said repeat the line, or was it repeat the quote? How did it go? Can't remember. But remember that all came out, repeat the line, repeat the quote. End of quote, repeat the line. Remember, that's what he said. End of quote, repeat the line. And then you had the, the assistant press secretary come out and said, let me repeat the quote. That was not there. Doesn't exist. Does not exist. But she says that it does. Watches the exact same video that you and I watch. It doesn't exist, but she says that it does. COVID-19 is not an existential threat to your life, but you will say that it is, and you will act like it is. The heat is not an existential threat to your life, but you will act like it is, and all the COVID cavers will, unless you've admitted that you're wrong to begin with. But now the NIH admits, admits it, and we have on video, NIH admits they funded funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan, gain-of-function research, which was the development, which caused the development, gain-of-function research, is why you have COVID-19. Making a non-transmissible to human beings virus transmissible to human beings is gain-of-function research. Anthony Fauci said under oath that the NIH didn't do this. Don't believe me? Here's the video. Play it for me. Dr. Fauci, as you are aware, it is a crime to lie to Congress. Section 1001 of the U.S. Criminal Code creates a felony and a five-year penalty for lying to Congress. On your last trip to our committee on May 11th, you stated that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And yet, gain-of-function research was done entirely in the Wuhan Institute by Dr. Xi and was funded by the NIH. I'd like to ask unanimous consent to insert into the record the Wuhan virology paper entitled Discovery of a Rich Gene Pool of Bat SARS-Related Coronaviruses. Please deliver a copy of the journal article to Dr. Fauci. In this paper, Dr. Xi credits the NIH and lists the actual number of the grant that she was given by the NIH. In this paper, she took two bat coronavirus genes, spike genes, and combined them with a SARS-related backbone to create new viruses that are not found in nature. These lab-created viruses were then shown to replicate in humans. These experiments combined genetic information from different coronaviruses that infect animals but not humans to create novel artificial viruses able to infect human cells. 
Viruses that in nature only infect animals were manipulated in the Wuhan lab to gain the function of infecting humans. This research fits the definition of the research that the NIH said was subject to the pause in 2014 to 2017, a pause in funding on gain of function. But the NIH failed to recognize this, defines it away, and it never came under any scrutiny. Dr. Richard E. Bright, a molecular biologist from Rutgers, described this research in Wuhan as, the Wuhan lab used NIH funding to construct novel chimeric SARS-related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals. This is high-risk research that creates new potential pandemic pathogens, potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, these are Dr. Ebright's words, this research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan, for which there was supposed to be a federal pause. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Your microphone. Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. So what was, let you me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its yeah, transmissibility yeah, yeah. to humans, right. you're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Let's okay, you get NIH. one person. Let's read from the NIH definition of gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increase their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function. It is not. It's a dance and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. And let's let Dr. Fauci. I have to, well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the, the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. It did I come from the lab, but you, all the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab, you, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including yourself. I totally This committee resent, will allow the witness to respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator, because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, 
It is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. it no is one is molecularly those viruses caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is that gain-of-function research was going on in that lab, and NIH funded it. That you is can't not get away from it. It meets your definition, and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. Senator you Paul's are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to. Let finish. me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses. And that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists. Those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result they are. No in SARS-CoV-2. the pandemic. Paul, We're saying they are gain-of-function yeah, viruses because they were they're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you, you admit the truth. And you implying... Senator Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses right. who come before this committee to respond. And, and you are implying that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual I totally resent and that. And if anybody and is lying been. here, Senator, it is you. Uh, Senator Smith. Anthony Fauci numerous times under oath. Remember, gain-of-function research was actually outlawed under the Obama administration. And Anthony Fauci, back during Trump, Trump didn't even know, through the EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak, funded the Wuhan Institute of Virology. I said this to my producer, Aaron, during... During the, while we were showing the video. Why would you ever send United States taxpayer dollars to a laboratory that is run by the Chinese Communist Party and the People's Liberation Army? Why would that ever happen to begin with? That's, that's point one. Point number two is he funneled $3.7 million at minimum to the Wuhan Institute of Virology through EcoHealth Alliance, through Peter Daszak. Also, the EcoHealth Alliance received, also, the Wuhan Institute of Virology received tens of millions of dollars from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, who also sent tens of millions of dollars to the Chinese Academy of Sciences. Why are all of these Americans and American taxpayer dollars funding? A PLA-run bioterrorist lab. That's number one. We can get into big picture on all that, but I'm not going to do that tonight. But it was outlawed, but he backdoored around Trump and send the money, sent the money there anyway. And then, just on the pure definition of gain-of-function research, he has perjured himself numerous times saying that making a virus more transmissible to humans a virus that's not transmissible at all to humans. Deborah Burks has come out in her, in her manifesto, her foolishly written manifesto, that the alpha variant of COVID came out ready to infect. That can never happen. It can never happen that way. They, a, a virus that starts in, that has an animal host will over time possibly, if it ever does, evolve slowly into being infectious to other animals or humans. It doesn't come out ready to infect. Where basically every one of those COVID particles, COVID, every one of those COVID viruses came out just ready to infect, instantly transmissible to human beings. It has to be gain of function research that caused it. And what Fauci tries to do is deflect and talks about specific gain of function for specific viruses that were used in the experimentation. It doesn't matter. They still funded overall gain-of-function research. Those particular ones that they either, maybe through Ralph Barrick and UNC, 
And Dr. G, the bat lady, maybe they weren't, maybe they didn't use those specific viruses, but it certainly was money that was used to fund, to fund overall gain of function research, which is how the coronavirus came into existence. We all know that it's true. They war gamed against an event 301. Is it 301? 201. Event, event, is it 201? Gosh, I don't know why I have 301. Event 201. We know that in October of 2019. Then the virus mysteriously comes out two months later in Wuhan, China. Who funded, who, who ran event 201? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the World Economic Forum. They're the ones who funded event 201. War gaming against the coronavirus. Had everybody there. Gilead was there. Pfizer was there. Moderna was there. MasterCard was there. All these future leaders that came into the Biden administration. They all were there. The future Biden DNI. She was there. All there. Mysteriously there. To do war game scenarios against the coronavirus. And then lo and behold. The coronavirus manifests itself. Two months later. Very strange. I told you these people. The audacity of these people. Is truly unbelievable. They depend on people that have political that are politically low information. They, they depend on people to be uh, low information political consumers. That's what they depend on people. Because all you have to do is look at it and you can see it. But he lied numerous times under oath, under oath, that the NIH, he said under oath, the NIH has never funded gain of function research. They have. Period. And he needs to be held accountable for it. And I don't want to hear, let bygones be bygones. Let the past be the past. Come January of 2023. Because the hearings need to be held. Anthony Fauci needs to testify under oath. Deborah Burks needs to testify under oath. Francis Collins needs to testify under oath. Pfizer executives need to testify under oath. I want to know why Pfizer wanted to hide their vaccine development for 75 years. I'll leave it at that tonight. Listen, I love you all. Make sure that you're given to the podcast. Like and share, like and share. Purposely like and share it with people who are COVID capitulators. Share it with all of them. Maybe, just maybe they'll wake up. What what I'm concerned with is not ushering a conservative revolution. I love conservatism. You can't get any more conservative than me. But what I am really interested in is being the church of Jesus Christ. And being the church of Jesus Christ means that you recognize who is the Antichrist spirit and you are 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, the restraining. That is what I'm interested in. Because if we restrain, the Lord is not slack concerning his promises, some count slackness, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repent in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. We need to buy the earth time so we can harvest souls. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life and he that winneth souls is wise. Proverbs 11:30. Why would we not want to restrain the antichrist? Because most once the antichrist, once he is fully established in our culture. I'm talking beast 1, beast 2, the dragon is fully institutionalized and our come has come to fruition. The saving of the church is gone. There's no more saving souls. The church is gone. I want to hold it back so we can have an end time harvest of souls by the millions. Why would you want to capitulate and acquiesce and cooperate with the antichrist spirit and not allow an end time harvest of souls? 
That's what I'm all about. That's why I do this podcast. Like and share, like and share. All of you on Rumble, share, share, share. Facebook likes to, to, to shadow ban us, to limit our reach all the time. You may hit share, it might work, it might not work. I can't friend you on Facebook. They won't let me. You can friend me though. Friend Foundation, follow Foundation Church, follow me on Facebook. I can't go after you. I can't. I can't send invites. They won't let me. You can watch us all and see. Shift over to blackrobetv.com. That's basically our own miniature version of YouTube. We can't ever be shut down. And make sure you pray. If you're a born again believer, pray over this ministry. Foundation Church, 13,000, South Tammy Amy Trail, Northport, Florida. Pray over this ministry. I'm Tom Lipley, the pastor of Foundation Church. Pray over it. Financially support us. We will never close. We never have closed. We've never masked. We've never pimped and hoard vaccines. All I've done is get a lifetime ban off of YouTube because I said vaccines have adverse effects. We have always stood and we will always stand. Support this ministry. Amen. So we just get bigger and bigger and bigger because as we get big, what that means is the truth gets big. Love you all back here Saturday night, 55 minutes of fury. Stay up 1030 to 1130. Also on CTN. Love you all. See you then. The days we are living in are truly exciting. It's time to rise up to your calling that God has purpose just for you. Join me for Foundation Church's first ladies conference. Save the date for our beloved conference, August 25th through the 27th. You won't be the same after this weekend. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God. On healing, the Bible. Prosperity, the Bible. Sin, the Bible. Everything. Protection, the Bible. Church, the Bible. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.